Welcome to the Small Business Show. Join us as we have candid conversations with entrepreneurs and experts in the industries to uncover the wisdom and strategies for running a successful business. The Small Business Show is the official podcast of Garuda Promo and Branding Solutions. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. You're listening to the Small Business Show. I'm your host, Swire Ho, the promo guy. Today, my guest is Meredith Yinga from Shi TV Media. She's a TV producer, host, and uh, video expert. Uh, I especially have her to come on today to talk about the ongoing trends for video uh, production. How are you doing, Meredith? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Hi, everyone. <laughs> uh, would you mind to let us know a little bit more about what you do, uh, especially uh, what you guys have done, you know, for the past 12 months, because you know, I'm sure that we all know that we've seen a lot more video and then we actually watch too much video, right? <laughs> so uh, how are you guys doing uh, with the video production business? Yeah, so thank you. Um, just a little backstory. Um, like you said, I'm Meredith. I co-founded SheTV Media about three years ago with my business partner, Natalie. Um, and we do full service um, video and virtual event production. So like you're kind of alluding to, um, virtual events and um, hybrid models have really become very, very popular, as you know, during um, the pandemic. And so we kind of incorporated all of the processes that we were doing before um, in terms of marketing videos and promotional content for in-person events and we kind of formed this hybrid model and converted everything to online whether that be zoom or YouTube live um, just depends on the clientele's um, existing you know user base and platform that they're comfortable with uh, so we've been doing a lot of different things through the last 12 months um, just really sharpening our skills in terms of being flexible and adapting, um, just like everyone. Uh, for a while there, in the beginning, you know, production and everything was at a standstill. We really didn't know what was going to happen. Um, we thought it was going to be a lot shorter of a period of time, <laughs> you know, than it ended up being. But um, yeah, we've, we've recovered, you know, everyone's kind of becoming more comfortable um, as things are starting to open up now in terms of doing larger in-person shoots that are still, you know, flexible, safe, but um, get the job done. Yeah, I wanted to dive deeper, you know, since I have you on the show, you know, obviously, we all know that we could, you know, have a bigger production crew to do, to do a high value uh, production shoot, right? So obviously, that it looks great, you know, commercial value. But then with technology, we also have seen uh, YouTubers, right, you know, mm -hmm. that are able to do decent video, you know, using certain type of software. Uh, so I will call it like a, a prosumer type video. Or where sometimes, you know, video will go viral just by mm -hmm. me somehow shooting uh, at the right time with my cell phone. So how would you rate uh, the three and how, the, how would that fit into a business, uh, you know, perspective? Yeah, I mean, we've been consuming video content at a very high rate since we've been um, in the pandemic. And I think that the user experience has changed a little bit. Um, we are more forgiving of not the highest quality content 
<laughs> we saw a lot of Zoom commercials on national TV. Um, that's never happened before, <laughs> uh, as far as I'm aware. And, you know, I just think the landscape is changing, but it does provide more opportunities for getting creative with what you already have, right? Like you're saying, you know, maybe these iPhone, iPhone 12, have you seen those cameras? Those are amazing. <laughs> you know, worst case scenario, if you are able to, you know, record on your phone and make it look as high quality as possible. Um, that's another option, but obviously we prefer our cinema cameras and everything, but it is possible um, still in a smaller scope to have that high quality. So with that said, you know, depending on the skills, obviously, you know, the content, you know, the purpose, right, for the video is, is very important. So, you know, as you work with, let's say, a potential client, uh, so how would you advise them to go with, you know, is it uh, the formal shoots like a commercial or is it more casual? Like how, how would you suggest a, a business determine what type of video they should do? Yeah, so first off, we kind of would do a discovery meeting where we evaluate what they already have, if they have existing content, if they're trying to expand their pre-existing, redo any old content that needs updating, or if they're starting ground level. You know, they've never done video content. They need some help. They're like, where do we begin? Um, we kind of evaluate like, okay, what platforms are you already using? How can we incorporate this into your marketing strategy so that it makes sense it's efficient. You know, there's a lot that you can use video for in terms of accomplishing a message, getting your products and services out there. Um, it can just make your life a lot easier. So we try and figure out, okay, where are the stress points? What are you repeating yourself constantly at? <laughs> and how can we visually represent what you want your client or your potential client um, to know about you or to use even as your calling card as you go out to get more business? Yeah, I've actually have seen, you know, people doing it more frequently now. It's called, I think, a video uh, business card or video intro card. Mm -hmm. uh, so they actually attach uh, a YouTube uh, link along. So if with the right email and uh, majority of them, you can actually see a quick video of mm -hmm. uh, whoever the, the person is, maybe for uh, 30 seconds, maybe usually their elevated uh, pitch or whatever yeah. product that they're trying to promote. So I, I do watch those videos. So, you know, uh, you could tell people a little bit more about what you do very quickly. So, uh, you know, it's, I, I can, I would say there's a lot more interactive right now, you know, for reaching out to uh, people and connections. Yeah, I definitely think we've done a lot of video, short form video content, but also like you're describing the introduction. So say, you know, your mission statement video, that's always the number one place that we recommend you start. If you have done no video ever, your ground level, just getting out there. Um, because in the process of developing that, either with us or, you know, your internal team, hopefully with us, um, we really go through who you are, what you're trying to accomplish, what are your products and services, but also like, who are you? You know, people want to work with people they know, like trust. We've heard that a million gazillion times, um, but really utilizing it creatively and breaking off that content, like you're saying, into email footers, into, you know, your email marketing campaigns, just as your business card or as your introduction almost, um, that saves you some breath as well. Okay. So wanted to ask you, you know, this question, you know, different ways that, uh, you know, 
let's focus on the past 12 months that you have seen uh, people uh, are able to benefit, you know, using video. Can you touch on some of those? Obviously, we know about Zoom and we know about uh, mm -hmm. YouTube. Are there uh, other things that you have seen and done that, you know, are able to uh, get good results from uh, using videos? Yeah, I think that there's a couple different ways that I would recommend. So first off, we did see a lot more people needing an online visible presence um, that they maybe their business has nothing to do with video content. But um, a lot of people did either like a weekly series or, you know, a video a month just in terms of like project updates. Where are you at in, you know, developing this new product? How has your service changed? Um, and sort of using that as like, a way to reach and contact uh, your clients and your existing clients as well um, and showcase like, okay, here's what we've done. Here's what we're up to, you know, more update type videos of like, this is the progress we've made during the pandemic, or this is how far we've come now. And um, we've also incorporated animation into our repertoire, which has been another really, um, really exciting uh just project for us in general, but also animation. I'm sure you saw it. there were a lot of animated videos becoming popular and it, replacing live action commercials. Um, there's a lot of, you know, bandwidth with creating your whole world in an animated uh, version. You don't have the same restrictions that you might for uh, uh, filming in person. So that's been another thing that is also a good alternative. If people want to start with video content, maybe on like the corporate level or need it to be, you know, very specific. We, um, we can also create animation as well. Okay. So really it depends on, you know, that you mentioned the discovery call, you know, depending on what their businesses are. And I, I uh, we agree to you on the behind the scenes. I love seeing, you know, some of my favorite product and services, what, what they actually do, right. you know, behind, behind the scene. I, I love watching that. Or, uh, you know, if you are, you know, stuck at home before, right. You know, wanted to, uh, work out, for example, get fit, mm -hmm. you know, that's you yeah, know, video that you certainly follow. Or maybe just, you know, having a, uh, you know, user to showing you how to use that product. You know, that's what I watch the most. Like, like yeah. I play video games, right, for fun. <laughs> uh, so whenever I get stuck or have a problem, there are tons of videos that can show me how to use it. And uh, if I don't know how to use a tool, I, I joke to, to you know, my family that, you know, I have a PhD at YouTube University. <laughs> Anything that you wanted to, to do, I was able to, uh, you know, go on, uh, quick video, three, yeah. maybe three to five, uh, I will be able to do whatever that you asked me to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, the tutorials and everyone you live on YouTube, you know, it's the second largest search engine next to Google. So um, it, it makes a lot of sense that how to as we were, you know, trying to become bakers, everyone went through the sourdough baking phase at one point, and there were how to videos. And um, if you like you're saying the online um, shopping experience, everything e commerce, you know, we worked with a couple people in developing product videos, how like you're saying, how does it look on someone? What it what are the features? you know kind of walking you through as much as possible so you're not you don't have to be there physically in person yeah i especially if you have like a physical product or if you're selling like a bigger ticket item mm -hmm. so you know obviously i want to do research and see how other people are using it is it going to be beneficial to my uh, purpose so you know we you know, go on we relied on video right mm -hmm. you know so i think moving forward we will still 
going to be the trend. And yeah. uh, do you think it's beneficial for a company uh, to have a video series to explain, you know, actually how to use their product? Because, you know, sometimes, you know, we find creative ways to use a product that not intended, you know, for its purpose, but we just, <laughs> you know, using it on the way that we like. Yeah, no, I think that's a great idea. I think too, just like what you just said, I think any way that you can creatively show multiple uses of a product or get people excited about it, you know, maybe in the way that you didn't initially market it, but those people are still going to buy that product because, you know, there's different ways that you can use it. Um, definitely product video series of how, like the features, anything fun, exciting, anyone using it in real life, like lifestyles, um, type videos, those are very helpful just because you get a really good sense of scale and what it looks like, you know, maybe on another person if it's a clothing item or something like that. So definitely a good idea to explore. Okay. So I think when we first connected uh, via, you know, networking event, you know, you mm -hmm. are, you know, started to uh, help more uh, organization with their virtual event. So, uh, and we talked about, you know, having a Zoom meeting, it's fine, right, in the mm -hmm. beginning. But then as we get, uh, as people get what they call Zoomed out, yeah. uh, so we need to uh, create more production value. So can you tell us more uh, about what you have done to increase your value? And then uh, if you can touch on, you know, what the response ways for having, uh, you know, higher value content in their virtual meeting? Sure. Yeah. We've worked with a lot of nonprofits, especially and corporations during the pandemic in terms of converting their virtual like fundraiser or their annual gala um, into a hybrid model. Um, something fun we did with um, a nonprofit that we worked with is um, there had a scholarship award um, ceremony and gala that they do every year, but we were able to actually go in person and film um, the founder and president. So we were able to film her in person and we kind of did a play off of Ferris Bueller's day off. Um, and she kind of tied the whole event together with her little asides. And um, we edited it all together um, with, you know, student thank you videos, which happened to be in TikTok form. So students submitted their TikTok videos as like a thank you scholarship. Um, type video. And then we also had the other awards um, that were submitted and we brand everything, you know, we edited it together. It ended up being around a 32 ish minute um, piece. And we felt that was perfect because we know we have short attention spans. And if you can do an award ceremony in under 45 minutes, <laughs> you know, sign me up. So I think um, just kind of experimenting and finding out what works um, and then in that sense, we also did like a live option um, or element to that event as well. So people were able to like comment and participate as the event was happening. So that was cool because then the students and teachers watching were like, oh, look, that's me. You know, I, I see myself in the video. So um, we luckily were able to film socially distant. Um, we operated as a lean and mean two woman team which is something that is, uh, I think, a big skill of ours that we can operate just very small and then scale up um, just as much as needed. So that was very beneficial to making sure we could capture, keep everything to the highest standards for quality, and then also be safe. Yeah, that's interesting. And I think, you know, being, uh, you know, creative, you know, like you are, you know, with the event, so you can actually broaden the uh 
reach for the organization. So maybe, you know, they have a annual event, you know, uh, however many people they have uh, at the meeting, that's all the engagement that they have. But by putting it mm-hmm. on uh, different social media, for example, you, you mentioned TikTok, or maybe you go uh, on YouTube Live or Facebook Live, you can a- actually get unlimited you know, mm-hmm. audience, uh, they're available to learn more about your organization. I mean, obviously, you have to be smart and know, uh, you know, the creative process behind it. Uh, but then just by people engaging, commenting it, uh, if you're a smart marketer, uh, yeah. you know how to reach out to those new uh, target audience afterwards. Yeah, exactly. And we would recommend to every one of our clients in the virtual um, event space to use that video, that fully edited video to live on, just like you're saying, whether it be on their YouTube channel, in their, you know, marketing outreach, just like constantly utilize and point people towards that because not, like you're saying, it doesn't have to be local. You don't have to be, you know, geographically um, desirable, I guess you could say um, anymore for these events or to expand your donor base or, you know, who you work with. Okay. What are, what are your thoughts? So obviously, you know, we are, you know, getting better, right? You know, we are in Los Angeles and, you know, we have uh, opened up, uh, hopefully everyone is back in business, you know, in a good way. Um, what do you see moving forward? Are we still going to have virtual events or are we just going back to in-person event? How would you see uh, video fitting in, you know, moving forward? Yeah, I think it's going to definitely be interesting <laughs> to see where we go in the next six months. But I don't see virtual events going away. I think we've gotten far too comfortable and also expectant of, you know, corporations and brands and people to offer a virtual or pre-recorded, you know, or recap of, um, you know, an in-person event. Say you can't be there or, you know, you're going to watch it later on. Um, I think video is going to be really important in terms of having that high quality um, version that you can still utilize later on or like we were just saying to people that maybe couldn't make it in person um, because they live too far away or different time zones um, what have you but I think we're slowly going to see more in-person events but I think even beforehand where video wasn't necessarily at the in-person events I think video is going to need to be at the in-person event for the live coverage, but then also for, you know, the po- pre-recorded wrap-up version as well. Yeah, I think, you know, for a lot of smart business out there, you know, what we wanted to create as far as video goes is something that's is shareable. That mm-hmm. is going to be the best word. You know, if you again, having an in-person event, but you're having a, a live video feed, right? Mm-hmm. So you can actually have your supporter to share it, you know, wherever uh, they're accessible to. So you're able to reach more target. So, you know, you can actually still have the in-person event, right? People can mm-hmm. go there, but then have it available as a video. So right. uh, people who might not be able to attend uh, can also support you and, you know, to share the content that you have. So I think, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I agree with you. I, you know, video and virtual event are here to stay. Mm -hmm. And definitely the live streaming aspect as well that you kind of touched upon. I know gamers have been doing this forever and, you know, now it's become more mainstream that everyone needs to kind of have or be familiar with some kind of live streaming technology. So I think that's going to be an added element um, for most events that I see um, in the next couple months. 
Yeah, just to give a quick example for everyone listening, you know, uh, in the beginning, when I started doing the small business show, I actually bought my camera, my tripod, all the equipment lights, you know, that I have, and I will actually uh, go visit the, my, um, you know, my guests. Uh, oh place of business and we actually record the show it took me like hours you know just to go there and come back you know i have to process it whatever that i have and know how to do but right now with what i'm using uh with Streamyard, uh, i can actually have you or any guests around the world to hop on and then you know i don't have to travel right you know we (laughs) can have a you know good conversation and then for me to access to the files actually a lot easier for for me to do that Mm -hmm. so i think uh, with technology and with all the tools that are available for the past, you know, 12, 18 months, yeah. uh, you could do a lot, right? Mm-hmm. You know, just by, you know, having your desktop or laptop available to you. Yeah, I think that we're we're learning that we had all of these tools that, you know, we weren't utilizing before. You know, who knew that Zoom was going to be the main platform of 2020 that everyone was using? So I think just getting creative, too, in terms of what the platforms are evolving into and how can you create video content that maybe um, is with the trend or um, kind of keeping with the times, but also looking ahead and just you know, mixing, mixing it up because, you know, like you're saying, we're zoomed out. We need some kind of um, fresh perspective and video content that is engaging, but also, you know, pushes some boundaries and makes, you know, is it the same old, same old that you've always seen? Mm-hmm. So I wanted to ask you a big question, right? And let's focus on, you know, small business out there, you know, who might uh, not have a really big budget, but then mm-hmm. they realize, you know, the opportunity and they have to be on video somehow. How would you advise them to start? You know, is there a uh, magical number that you have? You know, do you, you have to have two videos on your website. <laughs> you have to have five videos or you have to be new to. Are there a, a magic formula or uh, something that you recommend, you know, to at least get you started? Yeah, I wouldn't say, I would say the magic number um, at the moment is one. I know that's surprising for a lot of people, but um, Google, you are 53 times more likely to be featured on a top page of Google if you have one video embedded on your website. So just doing that one video will really, really help you in terms of SEO optimization, but also in just enhancing your visibility online. Um, So I always say magic number is one. You got to start with one. (laughs) Obviously expanding from there is the best, but keep it simple. Um, Obviously if you, if you are a small business, um, you know, this is something that you can invest in. Um, The ROI for video is, you know, through the roof. It's like three times guaranteed almost. Think of how many times that one video, how many clients that one video got you, um, you know, in the grand scheme of things or how many hours it saved you on calls. You know, it really does add up. So we're we're big proponents of at least getting that one high quality video out there. Um, and then if you do a long form, like I was talking about how we recommend doing your mission statement video, um, start with that and really map out your story, who you are. But then from there, you're able to break that video up into multiple videos. Um, so you can have a testimonial segment. You can have a products and services. You can have, you know, your mission, who you are as a founder or a company. 
um, and really just kind of maximize that one video to do a lot of work for you. So I know it's pretty scary. A lot of people um, get nervous, you know, about upfront costs or what this might look like. And that's why they've never done video. Um, but really, if you're doing your mission statement video, you're probably walking out with about four videos. Um, so it's, it's always a good investment. Yeah, that's interesting. And then, you know, for my use, I I don't mind to be on video. I've been doing it for a little bit, but I'm not a writer. So what I sometimes would do is, you know, when I'm having a good conversation, uh, you know, with my guests, I actually, uh, you can, there are actually tools that you could act, uh, put in the video and then you, uh, you can get the uh, transcript from the conversation, like the one that we're having right now. And then I could edit it somehow. I don't have to write, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, and then I can turn it to a block. So, you know, by having video, you know, maybe for a mission statement then or a long conversation, mm -hmm. uh, for example, an interview or uh, maybe you review a product, you can right. actually turn it into words. And, you know, like mm -hmm. you said, the SEO purpose, then you right. can really uh, drive home better. Then you can have uh, a different use for the same video content. Yeah, transcriptions of your videos, all, also like closed captioning. We incorporate um, captions onto almost all videos we create for clients because the majority of people watching videos on Facebook or on the internet is with the sound off. So that's just another way that you can be promoting your messaging. But then when you do transcriptions, like you're saying, that just makes your life easier if you're going to turn it around into a blog or you're going to turn it around into a podcast. Um, you know, there's lots of ways to utilize it. Okay. So Meredith, I know we've been through a lot of conversation, you know, so obviously everyone is unique. So if a listener wanted to get in touch with you, what would be, be the best way? Yeah, the best way to get in touch with us is through our website, shetv.me. Um, you can fill out our survey form, which will kind of set you up with a discovery call and a meeting, really asking you a couple questions about what you're looking to do. Um, or you can send us an email at info at shetv.me. Um, and we'd be happy to chat through some of your ideas and see how you can optimize video. Okay. Thank you so much, uh, Mary. It was great information. And thanks uh, uh, for coming on to the show. Well, thanks for having me. Have a good day.